0: Welcome to the Sun Spice Wisdom Show, Ryan and Ashley Edition, Episode Three.
1: This is the third Ryan and Ashley in bed. Yes, for some reason I'm very concerned that the audio levels aren't going to be good. I know they're good.
0: Why are you even telling people that?
1: Because remember what you it, said it the first time.
0: Screams.
1: The first time that we.
0: <laughs> still.
1: The first time that we talked, you like. What Ryan does when he's nervous being on camera is he starts explaining everything technical to you. Yeah. But even though... I just
0: look and I'm like, totally, honey. I know I'm right there with you. I totally understand what you're saying.
1: Do you appreciate that about me?
0: Um, That you know? Yes. Oh,
1: that I know. No, that's not what I meant. I meant that like I'm neurotic yeah. sometimes.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's... I feel like we all have our own little neuroses that...
1: So I want to I start this out with the. Uh,
0: You're wearing my shirt?
1: Yeah. I'm wearing oh. a Flutter shirt. So for anyone that doesn't Flutter. know, Flutter was Ashley's app, dating app.
0: Yeah. It was a techie for a minute.
1: That's how we met. Yeah. And I got this shirt. I don't even remember where I got it. That was
0: our second round of shirts. Our first ones were better, huh? I mean, this is catchy. Because it was very like...
1: Because it has a cute little heart?
0: Silicon Valley, like, I'm an app. I have a tech company. Our other one was better. Okay. Because that one doesn't say vulnerability is sexy. I have no idea what
1: it says on the back. I just like the heart. let
0: me see. It says, be in the moment.
1: Oh, yeah, that's one of those vague statements that ends up happening when you're not sure what you are. So
0: vulnerability is sexy was my thing. And then Justin was like, you know, when he, he decided it was a social app, then be in the moment was his thing.
1: Somehow I think and we're going <laughs> to be able to bridge the fact that your app was a social app. It just app went
0: downhill from there. Instead
1: of a dating app. Yeah. And today we want to talk a little bit about maybe people not dating the right people.
0: People not dating the right people. That's like a classic one. I have... I I mean I arguably procreated with the wrong person.
1: I, I don't think it's arguable. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't mean me. Um, no But was,
0: that's not that's actually not the reason why. Not, no, we want we actually want to talk about the the hormonal reactions we have that draws us together right. potentially. Smelliness. Smelliness.
1: So something I learned my freshman Ryan year. Ryan
0: rarely wears deodorant.
1: No, I don't wear deodorant anymore. I haven't worn deodorant in six months.
0: That's amazing.
1: Sometimes I smell terrible.
0: But it's only if you know you've like drank too much or eaten something bad or really stressed out. Those are like the three things that will like tell you. So this is your smell will tell you. This
1: is a way we can dive into pheromones, which is. I've come to telling Ashley the fact that I won't don't wear deodorant means I can literally smell myself and know where I am. Am I sick? Too stressed. Like Ashley said, maybe I ate stuff that's horrible for me. I swear I can now just like sniff my armpits and know. And that's disgusting. Too much information. But there's a lot of power to the smell of the body. And one of the things that is really powerful that is the point that I was trying to get to is that the smell of your body has a lot to do with who's attracted to you. Mm -hmm. And my freshman year of college, which was the first thing to get back to that, my freshman year of college, I took a class, maybe it was sophomore year, doesn't matter, uh, about human sexuality. And it was like an evolutionary, an evolutional biology. I'm probably saying that specific type of biology wrong. You sound smart. But it was um, a scientific look at why we're attracted to each other, why we mate with certain people. Uh, it dove into the fact that at different times of the month, for example, women have proven to have different attractions to different men
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that that's connected to ovulation.
0: Uh-huh. And this
1: is where I He's then... was
0: very attracted to you nine days ago.
1: Yeah, when we took that ovulation test the yes. next time. Okay, so... <laughs> but this is, this is the, the point I was trying to get to, that... In that class, I learned that p- the women on birth control flip that attraction. Yeah. And so the, and I'm sure, again, not a scientist, somebody can tell me I'm wrong. This is what I've read multiple right. times now, that when you're on hormonal birth control, uh, it will tell you to be attracted to pheromones that you wouldn't otherwise be attracted to. And there's a fear amongst my, some scientists that this has led to couple pairing with incorrect people mm-hmm. because if you didn't and then take making
0: a baby with the, the you could argue maybe the wrong person interesting has there been a lot of like data to back that up or is this all kind of i mean it's probably the all amount of but the,
1: no there's there's been study so this the main study that gets referenced and i don't know if they've repeated it or yeah, whatever yeah. right then the main study that gets referenced was women wearing or sorry men wear a t-shirt for some period of time mm-hmm. and then like they give it to women and then the women decide whether it's attractive <laughs> which first of all feels to me like if somebody pitches me i'm like it's kind of a barbaric way to do it like it feels very animal but i love it for that yeah it's just like does this human resin attract but you?
0: pheromones totally do matter i mean it it i mean there's been plenty of times where i've sat next to someone and i've been like hmm You smell nice, you know? Recently? And plenty of times...
1: Do I have anything to worry about?
0: I was actually thinking about women, mostly. But, you know, like, I can smell a healthy woman. I know. And maybe part of it is because I'm a woman.
1: That's interesting. So I feel like... You were the first person... I can also smell
0: a sick person. But I started doing that. I think intuit. I actually think we... I mean, I think kids actually maybe intuitively did it. Because I remember being, like, three years old, sitting in church... And this woman sitting next to me, and it was like she had this like the old perfume on that like covered her stench. Yeah. With with, you know, and then she would like breathe on me to like ask me a question or like tell me to pay attention and I wanted to vomit in my mouth because it was so horrible. I have And I and it and I look you know, she was overweight. She was, you know, I mean a big heavy set woman. She you could tell she was having a hard time breathing because everything was like and I remember looking at her being like, you don't, that doesn't, it's just, it was just, it was like, it didn't, I, I I remember the feeling of that doesn't feel good. Like that doesn't look right. That doesn't seem okay. The, smel-
1: the smell doesn't. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was, con- it was concerning.
1: So I've seen memes on the internet, many of them about like, it'll say something like your fourth grade teacher. And mm-hmm. then it's just like, it's just like somebody lurching over you and there's just like, green breath coming out of them. Cause I have memories like that. I think everyone does. Yeah. And, and this ties back to, again, the power of smell and the fact that, you know, to, to dr- go a little off topic from birth control to the fact that we spend a lot of time covering it.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. When we're told we should cover it.
1: Which is interesting. And we're told that, and I get that birth control is a different thing, right? Because we're That's actually, accurate. it serves a purpose. Yeah, but, but the yeah the idea that it alters what your
0: actual natural pheromone,
1: I would say actually more so it alters what you're offended by is very interesting to me. Mm. In the same way that like perfume, deodorant, all these things we cover ourselves, they 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 alter how we smell. So hopefully we en- we engage with the per- the mate we well, want, even the thing if they is, wouldn't. Is
0: that we've been taught. I mean, I just think about like, you know, my mom would shame me and be like...
1: When you were stanky?
0: You were stinky. Like, go <laughs> take a shower and put some deodorant on.
1: I got and, shamed too.
0: And we all did. Everyone. I mean, I, everyone's parents probably shamed them. But what did they say? Go take a shower and go put deodorant on. Not, what did you eat today?
1: And you were the first person. <laughs> so you were the first person that you'd be like...
0: Or that you, person you, smells like
1: they they have go a yeast on a run infection. you like, yeah. You would say you would say things that, like that to me and I was like, what are you talking about? Cuz never before had I ever looked or smelled or anything and <laughs> been Smell like someone that person know
0: that they have candida. Yeah.
1: Right. Wait, that they, they're sick, yeah. right? And and now you've attuned me to that to the point where I actually appreciate it in myself because I feel and this this could be placebo, but I feel confident in smelling myself and understanding where I stand. Yeah. Health wise. Yeah. But let's get back to, to birth control. So smells really powerful. Mm-hmm. It gets broken by birth control. Yeah. We're in a situation where people are having less children, which was kind of what I was hoping to get to. And, yeah. and, and isn't that interesting that we're a generation of people who've been told just like, Go take a shower and put deodorant on. I feel like until I met you, I didn't know women didn't have to do it. That sounds totally messed up. But like, that
0: didn't women didn't have to take birth control? Yeah, it
1: just felt like I something mean, no, happened. That's how,
0: isn't that crazy? Well, I mean, my 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 story was I started my period, and then shortly thereafter, I found myself in the doctor's office, and my mom was like, well, you we should probably get on birth control." It was just like so. It was just like so quick and it was just assumed and i so i was like i guess that's what i'm supposed to do and so i i mean i took i tried for 2 weeks and i wanted like i had my body freaked out it it rejected it so intensely and i couldn't i i just couldn't believe that someone would put that into their body and for me i'm sensitive right so yeah. i I'm so I'm so attuned with things that are not good, just I think naturally from from being sensitive. But I know that that was a story for a lot of girls, and and so then you go and you try to find a different one that works, or different types of hormones, or you know, or like IUDs, and which then told like IUDs are horrible for most people because it just completely screws up. Their whole flora, their whole pH within, you know, within their gut, and then or down into their um, vaginal canal, like that whole area, which is so sensitive in general, it gets totally screwed up because you have a piece of copper in it.
1: When I some aren't copper, right?
0: Uh, some are what, like a silicone I've, or something? I've no, I have no idea. I mean, so, I don't know. I feel like any foreign object, the body naturally is going to freak out, and so.
1: Well, this is, this is. there's many layers. One is, it's crazy to me how many women I personally know as a man who, and I'm not talking about women I've been intimate with, I'm talking friends that I'm close enough with to share with me, mm-hmm. and there are many who have had negative reactions to birth control, yet I feel as though there's just this concept that, but I always have to take it, and it it confuses me why why that's the case when condoms seem to work.
0: But also it's like this idea that instead of teaching women to be so in tune with their bodies to know when they're ovulating, we should just take a pill and let, you know, it's like let the doctor's orders be the thing that tells us what's good for us and 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 control our lives and so we can live it versus us taking the reins and being like oh you know like there's typically 28 days in a cycle your cycle may shift a little bit but everyone ovulates and everyone's ovulation the way that the way ovulation looks is specific in terms of like your discharge and all these things that are you know we know it women know it men might not um you
1: but maybe they should be aware
0: they should be they should be aware they should be looking out for it too yeah. And and so because then it creates
1: so so, so the thing the <laughs> thing that I think becomes complicated is when we ask for anyone to be aware or be really con- conscientious of anything when we're talking about sex because it's it's inherently complicated especially when we're talking at least For me, you know, for most people. But I'm not even
0: talking about sex. I think women, I think little girls, even before they have their period, should have an idea about what what a cycle is going to look like. I mean, God, if someone sat me down and prepared me for that and then told me that like, hey, this thing, this is what creates babies. So you should probably really understand it and understand that every single month there's a chance for you to create a baby. And just know it, you know? So
1: so what's crazy to me is like I had, you know, I I recall having many years of like sex ed in school from eighth grade, I think, until... 12th grade?
0: They just scare you. No, I like just, that. I
1: don't remember learning useful things.
0: Right. I, yeah. just, I remember they showed us this horrible documentary of I like- I saw many of these. Susan who yeah, exactly. <laughs> contracted AIDS because she had a good old time in Cabo San Lucas and met, you know, Alfonso and they had a grand old time until she went home and then realized what happened.
1: Yeah. It's just <laughs> funny because I didn't realize when you talk about a cycle, right? I Until being with you- I wasn't, I'd never, even though I'd had long-term relationships, really talked about their cycle with them. Mm. And you're also, I guess, I think the first woman I've been in a long-term relationship with who wasn't on birth control. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if there's an element of when we make choices that do change our body, we we kind of just lose track of them. It just kind of becomes this blur, Right it's not questioned whether or not you shouldn't have eaten what you ate when you stink, right? Mm-hmm. And instead it's just like, put on deodorant, put on perfume. And instead of asking a question of like, are you being aware of your body, of your cycle? We're just like, we figured out a solution. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, yeah. fixed it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We 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 love to just solve every single problem that we possibly can.
1: Well, and we unintentionally often create other problems, which was what actually interested me in this conversation with you Mm -hmm. was talking about this idea that this pursuit of protecting ourselves from having kids we don't want, however we want to say it, but the use of hormonal birth control leads to your body being tricked into being physically attractive to at least from a biological sense, the incorrect partner.
0: Yeah. So isn't it something like you're attracted to someone with less testosterone or something? I feel like.
1: So it is, I believe, and this is where I'm going to get like way over my skis. Yeah. Um. Okay. But uh, I believe it's correlated to testosterone. I don't know if that was, I don't know how much that was tested. I don't know if the end of the test was these people are extra stanky and the girls liked them. I don't, I don't know (laughs) with the shirt test. Yeah. But, uh, what I've read is that there is a shift towards, um, a more, let's say masculine in a traditional sense, man during ovulation Mm -hmm. and the more, uh, stable. I don't like this term, but people use the term beta, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I, I think it's overused and, and rather silly. Yeah. But um, it does make sense that we're animals mm-hmm. and animals have certain desires at certain times. And and frankly, it could just be the biology being like, this is my best chance to But that procreate. makes sense
0: too, because there's certain times of the month where it's like, you know, you'll come up to me and I'm like, you know, because I'm all like, I just don't. Well, it's like where I'm at in my cycle is like, I just, I don't want that. You well, know? And, <laughs> and it's always changing. So you're always like, trying to like figure out, okay, like,
1: Every man do knows I need story. to be
0: like, do I need to be soft and gentle? Do I need to back away? Do I need to be real like fierce with her? Like, what do I, how do I, how oh, am I supposed to serve her today?
1: <laughs> I have had you in the past tell me. To like that i was being too rough with you and i don't mean in sex i mean just no in like general. scratching my back yeah like m- like you'll
0: scratch my back like like a just like you would regular scratch and i'll think i'm like that ah, hurts so bad and then another time I'm like can you scratch harder
1: it's yeah it's really hard and, and i think that this is another one of those cliches that so many men have have said but it's just not knowing what is needed. And that does, again, go back to this idea of women being on a cycle, Mm -hmm. different moments. And has anyone ever asked if men are, are men just not on a cycle?
0: Interesting.
1: I I, I never thought about it until this very moment. I'd be curious
0: to know how your testosterone levels shift if there is some sort of change that happens. I don't feel, I feel like it would have been talked about.
1: Okay, so... But if
0: you if you know...
1: If you know, let us know. Please. I don't know if I'm on a cycle. I would love to know. It would help me predict when I'll be depressed and when I'll be stoked on life.
0: I feel like you're on like a weekly cycle.
1: Yeah, I don't know more that I intense, have to
0: be. More more... You know, it's more... It's different.
1: So, I There's want to... It's definitely
0: a cycle to you, though.
1: You should map it.
0: I should map it. I should write it down. Yeah.
1: So I'm Orion curious. Calendar. I'm curious about. I'm going to dive into your world that sometimes makes me uncomfortable, which is: uh, can you describe to me sort of like the moon's connection to this and your perspective on kind of spiritual connections to the phases? And I ask you this because if hormonal birth control disrupts these phases, mm-hmm. is there anything from your perspective that is, uh, you know, maybe? spiritually impacted
0: um interesting i am actually i mean well there's 28 days in the, in the lunar cycle and our cycles run with the moon it's 28 days in your cycle and obviously if you're all women are gonna change right some women who are out of balance are gonna have less um or more but your goal like the ultimate goal actually for a woman is to cycle with the moon. That's like the why? if you can move your cycle. Um, just because it's like this full. I mean, I haven't I haven't ever been able to cycle with the moon, so I don't I don't know what the experience is. But from like someone from a spiritual woman who's very like, you would stay enlightened. That's like the
1: the. But why the moon? It's the moon is the most baffling thing to me. I don't understand the moon. And if anyone is watching this and really understands the moon, I would love to have a chat with you because it's it's so strange. It's just like it controls our oceans, it controls the women. <laughs> like somehow I guess it doesn't control the men. I don't know why. No, oh, it, it can
0: be- no you on a full moon sometimes are okay. I know. And then I'll say something and then you giggle at me. Okay, like so I'm it's crazy. actually just my
1: lack of insight.
0: Yeah. i appreciate your honesty honestly it's not like i've (laughs) sat and like really studied actually there was one time i got really stoned and i studied the moon but i don't recall it all because but i was listening so we are the experts fascinating
1: we're the experts how much it's how much
0: it's always changing and how it's you know like the sun cycles in like a full year right and the moon is like every month, so it's like constantly always changing. And and the way that it spins is different, which is really interesting too. Or not spins, but the way that it faces us mm-hmm. in relation to the sun is interesting. But um, I honestly, I, I think my relationship with the moon is more intuitive than it is like I really studied it.
1: Well, because you always... And- To anyone watching who never talks about the moon. Like I understand
0: when the moon is waxing, I'm always in this like creative place, you know, new moons. I always just naturally feel like I'm sitting there going to like set my intentions for the month. What do I want? And I, um, I I
1: don't think you understand how few people think about the moon because I never, ever thought about the moon. Never, never. I I never considered the moon's phases and how it interacted with me. Mm. Until I met you, because you just do this. Well, I was,
0: i remember looking at like the moon in relation mm-hmm. to the tides to figure to to figuring out tides with my grandma when I was younger. So I remember that because um, we lived in Olympia, we lived on this beach,
1: okay. and I
0: remember it, there was some sort of—I remember us having a calendar. I
1: assure you that has nothing to do with. There's something in you that intuits things about the moon and i find it very interesting Mm. i don't think it has anything to do with you looking at the tides i think somehow you just knew that your cycle was connected to the moon yeah i don't know interesting so to bring it back to birth control people are having fewer babies yep not uh, not globally but in america
0: yeah, well, I mean, the hard thing is Japan. is these. What you realize with birth control is, if you're on it and on it for a long time, you you you're messing with your your body's organs and how they would naturally function on on a monthly cycle on their own. And so, you're when you alter something for a long time. And then you just say, okay, I'm done. I expect to like now get pregnant. I mean, that's when a lot of a lot of women have run into a lot of complica- complications with fertility. Um, Is
1: it like... Uh, and also
0: the copper IUDs, th- those have also had some, given some serious uterine damage for many women, some of which are not able to get pregnant anymore. I mean, it's like... But people, it's hard to talk about this stuff because a lot of people don't... Want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know if like, everyone might tune in and be like, kids. why are they talking about? And I would rather, I would rather, you know, and and good on them. Like I have no, I I mean, I don't feel like it's ever my place to tell someone what I think is good for them, but I do think.
1: You do in your mind.
0: Well, I mean, we all have <laughs> our, you know, my the mama in me just wants people to like, we always, always question.
1: And I can assure you she tells and me. And not
0: just play along with what we're told, because that's, I mean, that's just always been in me. I'm, I'm always the one to question. Um, um, I was a very difficult child for that reason. Sorry, Mom. Um, but I just think you have to, when you're making these decisions, we act like it's not a big deal. It's the same thing with, like, when a woman gives birth, and they're like, you want to tie those tubes up? You want to, oh, we'll just take out the uterus too. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, you want not have babies. It'll be, it'll be square. And, and then you just, like, realize what you just did to that woman. You took out her womb.
1: Well, if we want to <laughs> go to talking on that front, something that blew my mind is before you had Will, when you started talking to me about how, well, I don't know if I'm going to have it in a hospital bed. And I was like, why? It's like, where you have a baby? And then you're like, you need to, and the thing you know about me is that I may reject whatever you say, but I will always hear it. And you can just tell me to go look things up. And I w- remember
0: when you I was like, I told your parents that I wanted to have a home birth and they were like,
1: they were, they, they were, were like really, adamant. They were now. really frightened. Yeah. So, but to, to, to go back to this, I think that this comes from a place of we assume what we're told is just the truth. Mm-hmm. uh especially on health because it's so complicated mm-hmm. and it's also easy to just it, it feels better to get the this is how you solve this problem because no none of us want to worry about the gray area yeah but f- for example with you know laying down when for babies that was invented
0: the truth is is it's actually not that complicated actually. I really don't think it is i th- i mean it there it's complicated to a degree but When it comes to birth, that's the most, that is the most natural, primal, that is the thing that you actually know how to do.
1: Complicated, what I meant was, pain is complicated.
0: Oh, yeah. Sickness is
1: complicated. Dealing with the psychology more so than the physicality is actually what's complicated. Got it, got it, So when we're talking about laying down, I found out that they were...
0: Oh, the way you said that, Ashley...
1: Well, be, because it, because I was I was just trying to get one thought in. That's all. The uh, when you lay down in a bed that was invented because they came up with the epidural, and before the epidural existed,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no one laid in a bed to give birth.
0: People they squatted. Did, well, they did laughing gas. That was like the first.
1: But people squatted until they invented the way to shut off the legs. Mm -hmm. And somehow, and I think that was in the 30s, but somehow we've completely forgotten that for ages and ages and ages and ages, humans just squatted for babies. Mm -hmm. That's what humans did. And we're just like, well, this is better. And it's like, why? nowadays, lots of women choose not to get epidurals, but they still lay in the bed. And some people might be like, why is it bad to lay in the bed? The reason that, a lot of the reason it seems when you read up on it, that tears happen for women, that, that it, complications happen, has to do with the fact you're not getting help from gravity. So you have to push with a lot more force and it causes issues. When I read that, I'm like, we're all nuts. <laughs> like, we, like like literally there's thousands of years Yeah, of I this. never
0: understood. I was talking to Bo Campbell, who we had on the show yesterday. Yeah. And I was just like, I find it fascinating that we've tried so much to control these natural processes. I mean, the birthing process is such an, it, it's, it's one, not, it's not only that it's just this natural process, it's an extremely intimate process that somehow we, someone decided or, you know, the medical you know, institutions decided that they wanted to take it and control it. And I think the the initial, you know, the initial idea was, well, you'll have less death because they, they'll be in a safer setting. They'll have experts on hand that can help. And I think the intentions were probably in the right place. But what you realize is that when you start going down that path, it, and you, you just move into this place of, well, what else can we control? What else can we can well, we and- can we F- fix that is not that is not um,
1: potentially broken
0: or that we can't like you know if you give a if you give a woman an epidural it's a lot easier to manage
1: see I don't okay you
0: can so, ma- no it is it is so it is,
1: so I, I hear that because I've had my own experiences at the doctor where they literally gave me drugs so that I was easier to manage mm-hmm. so I've had that experience but I think that the issue is when we talk about these comp And these issues are complicated, right? What do we agree with or disagree with when it comes to personal health? And almost all of them, I can't think of any that don't start from a good place. I assure you that there were just all these women who uh, the pain of birth was to a degree that even though I'll never experience it, I have no idea how bad it is, I've heard your moans. But some women, I'm sure, just said, I'll never have a baby again, or I'll never have a baby because of all the pain. Mm-hmm. So some some scientists, doctor, folks went, well, we're going to solve that, right? I, so I, it's, yeah, it's, it starts good.
0: Yeah, well, I'm very much like pain is your biggest teacher. It's there for a reason. The pain, especially in pregnancy, um, and you ask any like, I mean, not always the conventional doctors, but midwives and many women who have given birth is like. And for me, having given birth twice, I, the pain is your teacher. It tells you how, when, and if to push, and how intense it, the pain tells you where you're at. It like it's such a teacher. It's such a. It, it was. It was my guide. You know, so in 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 my pregnancy process.
1: Now I'm going to tie it back to smell. Okay. So the epidural covers up the pain, which might be the teacher. The deodorant covers up the smell, which might be the teacher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And other things we do, like hormonal birth control, can switch which smells we like. Yeah. And I this is so smart. <laughs> well, and and this is something because I've I've I forget who I was listening to, but there's this person who wrote a book about how like this whole movement of things being more natural is kind of BS because of all the things we've created that have made the world better, which I think is an accurate way to poke a hole in all that we're saying. But at the same time, we have made, my perspective is we've made so many things that are amazing that we potentially overvalue how many we should make. So instead of like, like you're saying, consider that this is important and ask ourselves, like, do we really need this?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We just go, oh, something new. I like that. That yeah. that fixed this very, very small problem that sometimes annoyed me. I get that that's different. And certain things are like very big problems, right? Like yeah. fear of pregnancy for certain women. Yeah. But- um,
0: No, and like, yeah, I mean, having had this conversation, I definitely think there are times where, you know, if- if you are someone who's gonna be very sexually active, if you're, I mean, if, if that's a, a lifestyle that you've chosen, you, I would recommend, you know, if you're not wanting to have a bunch of babies to to think about what your plan is with that, you know? Um, well, cause
1: effectively all we've, the, the issues you've mentioned are all about if you do in the future afterwards, want to have babies. And, or I I think maybe it's a good idea to heed the warnings about sexual attraction and its connection to your cycle to pheromones i I obviously know nothing i'm a man yeah but i th- these studies to me are very frankly worrisome yeah. that that maybe maybe we're creating a lot of people who well, are there's partnering other studies incorrectly. that
0: have shown when you're messing with these really vital fem- uh female hormones. That you have you've increased your risk for breast cancer for in certain. I cases. had no
1: idea about this. Yeah,
0: there's been there's been a relation between certain types of uh, birth control and breast cancer. And well, then I we actually they're... looked into this. We did. You maybe you forgot about it, but we we were looking into this a while ago. Interesting. When we were reading up
1: on it, yeah, I we'll was... have to look
0: go back and look and see what it all. Is it this is one said. of
1: those things she told me, and I went uh huh, and then I forgot.
0: No, I actually feel like you read about it.
1: Oh, then this is me being silly and dumb.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah. Anyways, I don't know if I'm pregnant or not.
1: Oh, that's interesting. We haven't discussed that. You might be pregnant. We haven't discussed it on the show. Yeah, I don't know. She doesn't know, ladies and gentlemen. If anyone's still watching, maybe... Probably not yet.
0: Probably not yet. But
1: her name will be June.
0: (laughs) Juniper.
1: Thank you for watching, everybody.
0: Thank you.
1: Have a lovely night. Good
0: night.